Thank you for joining us today. This is Clint Byers, lead pastor of Forward Church. I pray this message blesses and encourages you. I hope it inspires transformative grace in your heart and establishes you even deeper in your new covenant identity in Christ. Now take a deep breath, become aware of God's spirit within you, and enjoy the message. We have a special guest today. Um, we ran a little bit long, so don't worry about time. We're good to go. These people, they like being here. So, <laughs> but we, so you know, we, we've been following Karis um, since the late '90s and have been so impacted by Andrew Womack Ministries. And but recently, we met Pastor Greg and, and Janice, who are, are awesome. And and um, we were down at a conference in Florida. Uh, speaking and and he happened to be speaking there too and and just got to meet and you know God just moves and starts opening doors and starts knitting hearts together and of all the things that you do you were a pastor for I think 24 years something like that over 20 years um, currently um, has Greg Moore Ministries which you can go to gregmore.com he's got a TV show he'll probably tell you about some of what he's got going on you are the director of Army which is uh, the ne- Minister's Network associated with Andrew Womack Ministries and the director of Third Year. I, I don't know. I don't remember all the titles, but, yeah. Anyway, he's got a lot going. We had dinner last night, and he said he's busier than he's ever been. So pray for them because they really are sowing into. But probably more importantly for us, just they're becoming friends to us and mentors and people that we trust and people that I want to open my heart to, you know, I don't need, I don't really need a lot. We got the Holy Spirit. That's it. But when God brings people into your life that, you know, that it's obvious that he's doing it, that God's moving, we should open up to that. So I, I want you guys to think of him as kind of, you know, you know, you know, I don't really use this kind of language much, but a father in this house, somebody that has a word for us, somebody that is paying attention to what we're doing, that cares about what we're doing here and is for us. And so, you know, just a good friend has come to spend some time with us and bless us and encourages us, encourage us and has brought a, a word from the Lord. And I appreciate you guys coming and being here. So show Pastor Greg some love as he makes his way up here to the stage. Thank you so much for coming. Appreciate, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Okay. How many of you guys are glad to be here today? How many of you rather be here than the best hospital in town? <laughs> best jail in town. Um, you know, it's uh, Janice and I pastored for actually 27 years, 24 in one place. And, um, and so it, um, sometimes, sometimes people uh, can get, become familiar with you and then take for granted the word and the ministry and the gift that God has, has given to you. And, um, in fact, I would, I, uh, like you guys, uh, I ministered at uh, Bob Nichols Bible College, okay, and uh, in, in Fort Worth, Texas, and, and some of my people would go down there. In fact, some of them went to the Bible College, and, and they come back and say, man, guys, did you know Pastor Greg, he's down there, Bob Nichols Bible College, and he's a rock star down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, when Jesus ascended on high, he gave gifts to men. Yeah? yeah? yeah. How, how many of you know he gave, those gifts? He gave, he gave uh, apostles, prophets, uh, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. How many of you know the gifts that he gives, gives us is the best? Amen. 
And, and he's given you guys such wonderful gifts in your pastors. And uh, I, just, I just want to encourage you. Uh, uh, these guys have, a, have a, a, an amazing ministry. Uh, when I heard him teach there at that conference, uh, Clint teach at that conference, I said, man, I got to bring this guy to Karis. And he, and he, came, he came to Karis at our, our ministry school and, and just lit people up. In, in, uh, in terms of their understanding, their purpose, you know, he taught on, you know, who do you, who do you love and how do you find your purpose through who you love. And it was just awesome. So I just encourage you, bless your, I know you, I know you know this, but let's not take one another for granted. And every once in a while, send them a text and let them know, you know, you don't want, just want them to pray for you, for something for you. You want to just pray for them, bless them, um, you know. Uh, help. I mean, every once in a while, give them a gift that 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 you don't that that you don't need a tax deductible receipt for. Amen. Just I want you to go on vacation or something, you know. Anyway, um, is that all you told me to tell them? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> he didn't tell me. That. No, it's really, guys, um, let, let's be thankful for one another. And what you guys have is, is very significant here. Now, I, uh, I heard um, the, this morning, I got the word from God. That God, is, God is about to send a revival in a, in a new, fresh way to this, to this church and through this church. And uh, we're in the midst of a third great awakening, but there, there are places, there's pockets of where God's pouring out His Spirit. And He doesn't, you know, in Old Testament, it says, in the last days I'll pour out my Spirit. New Testament, Acts 2.17, that's in Joel, I will pour out of my Spirit. Well, he's, He pours out of you and I as we yield to Him. And so... Uh, um, this, I'm just telling you, you know, be thankful for what you've got, okay? But this building's not big enough for you guys. And God's got a building for you all. I'm, I'm just seeing and hearing that he has a building for you all. Now, you may transition into a bigger space before you actually possess the building. I don't know, but you need to get ready because God's about to uh, do something as you and I yield to him. As your pastors hear from God, he's going to do something really, really special here in this place. And people are going to know the Lord through this place. Amen? Amen? Okay, so I do have some product back there. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but uh, this is my uh, latest book, Walking in Wisdom. It's really kind of the passion of my life uh, because I was raised in a single-parent home. My mom was a sweet, my dad left my mom when I was eight years old. I, uh, I just cried out to God when I was 10 years old. Why am I, why am I here? There's got to be more to life than baseball and swimming and hot dogs and stuff. And so, I, you know, would you show me why I'm here? And, and uh, my mom was a sweetheart of a woman, but a terrible decision maker. And so God showed me how to walk in wisdom. And this, this, this generation, I'm not speaking it over the church, but this generation is information rich and wisdom poor. You can Google anything. 
and and then our our leaders can't get along. So who recognizes or wants to walk in the wisdom that God has for them? You want this, ma'am? All right, right here. I'll give that to you. Okay. This was my first book, Scriptures to Live By. My son Michael received healing just by us quoting the word over him, speaking the word over him. And so I thought, thought well, if, it'll bring, if the word will bring healing, it'll bring you know, life in other areas. So this is just 41 categories of Scripture. It's good for counseling or, you know, just a, re a reference. So who would, like to, who would like this? All right, ma'am, I'll give this to you. Okay. And then um, uh, Andrew Womack has written a book called uh, A Better Way to Pray. And some people read A Better Way to Pray and then they don't pray at all. <laughs> and so obviously you want to pray the Word we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to twist God's arm to give us, but we need, but listen, God set prayer up, um, it's, he set prayer up to, uh, to uh, uh, access, him, to cause his will to come to pass in the earth. God's looking for someone he's in covenant with on the earth to ask him what he's already said he wants to do or speak his word or pray his word so he can, you and I are the access points, where the entrance points, where, where he gets his word into manifestation in the earth. Are you hearing me? Yeah. And it's like Desert Storm. Anybody remember Desert Desert Storm? They they took air superior. The Allies took air superiority over Iraq, and then they then the ground troops came in, and so uh, many times, uh, you know, I, have you ever said, God? Man, I've tried to witness to this person. I've tried to do this, and all I can do is pray. Anybody ever said that? Well, and I had the Holy Spirit tell me that one time. He uh, and Ants asked me. He said, "All you can do is pray." He said, "Sometimes that's my only assignment for you, where where your efforts to try to do something in the natural isn't isn't working. As long as you're praying the Word, anyway. This is developing an effective prayer life. All right, ma'am, I'll give this to you." All right. What's your name? Meredith. Meredith. Yeah. All right. God's increasing your influence. Okay. He's increasing your influence. He's impact. He's gonna. Uh, there are people that he's gathering around you. You're gonna. You're gonna make disciples. You're gonna win people to Jesus. And he's increasing your influence and your financial uh, uh, abilities. Amen. All right. So receive that. Okay. Um, this is wisdom keys for healing. It's. it's about everything I know on healing, okay? And, uh, and I've been healed of cancer. Uh, I was healed of double pneumonia and sepsis in 2016. Um, my uh, granddaughter uh, had club feet in her mother's womb, We've, and she, she was born perfectly normal. Um, my son Michael, who, is, who is, was Andrew Womack's daily television producer, he was, he was, he was healed of muscular arthritic condition. This isn't just theory to me. God wants us well, Amen. And and uh, this is this is uh, this will help people get well. So, is somebody really struggling with health right now? You have a real strong health challenge, okay? Is that you, sir? Okay. All right. I want you to listen to that and re and receive healing, okay? And then I want you to. Uh, I want you once you receive healing, you testify and then you give that to somebody else, okay? All right? 
Praise God. All right, open your Bibles wherever you'd like. I'm going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 if you want to join me. Okay, 1 Corinthians 11. And before I share that, I want to uh, share funny with you. Mm -hmm. I started sharing funnies because I had, I had this. I heard Peter Wagner share a funny one time, and and when I was getting my my master's degree and. And, uh, and I shared it the next Sunday morning, and these two guys were there that their wives had been praying for them. Okay, you know, wives, you win your husbands without words. That's a fun, that's a funny right there. And in men, you're supposed to be winning your wives with words. You're supposed to wash your wife with the water of the word. How's that working for you? <laughs> anyway, so this gal had been, these two gals had been praying for their husbands, and I shared a funny, and one of them, or one of them got saved, the other one came back to the Lord, and they both went home and said, said man, that guy's funny, I'm going to come back. And uh, so I just started, it just became my brand, I just started telling funnies. And, and, uh, and, and I said, man, if that'll, if that'll hook him in, I'll, uh, I mean, I'll tell more funnies. Anyway, so this is called, this is called the gender test for computers. So, so there were some adults taking a computer science course at a community college, and after a few weeks of classes, their professor decided to give, have a bit of fun with them one day. He divided the men and women in his class and gave them each a project to take 10 minutes to determine uh, which gender computers ought to be. After, after, uh, after the time, they came, both came together and shared their discovery. And the men went first and declared they voted unanimously that computers should be referred to in the feminine gender. And the professor said, okay, well, share with me your reasons. And, uh, and they had four points. First of all, they said computers should be referred to in the female gender because no one but, um, but their creator understands their internal logic. <laughs> Number two, when computers speak to each other, they speak in code language only they and experts can understand. <laughs> Number three, every mistake you ever make is restored on their hard drive <laughs> for later retrieval. <laughs> and number four, as soon as you commit to one, you end up spending half your paycheck accessorizing <laughs> Now, don't laugh too hard because the women had the last word on this subject, as they always do. They voted unanimously that the computers must be in the masculine gender for the following reasons. Number one, first of all, in order to get their attention, you have to turn them on. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, they have a lot of data, but they still can't think for themselves. 
Number three, they're supposed to help you solve problems. Half the time they are the problem. <laughs> and number, <laughs> this is funny. No, it's true though, isn't it? <laughs> number four, as soon as you commit to one, you realize if you'd waited a little longer, you could have gotten a better model. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I don't care who you are. That is funny. All right. It's good to laugh, isn't it? It's good to laugh. Um, 1 Corinthians 11, 29 and 30 says, He who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you and many sleep. What? For what reason? Why are people weak and sick and many sleep? Because they're not discerning the Lord's body. Okay, so I, I want to talk about healing today. I want to talk about how to get life and health to you, okay? Uh, and how many, of you, how many of you are born again? How many of you uh, were born again some period of time before you realized you were righteous? Anybody? That was me about five or six years. Now I didn't hear, uh, I didn't hear Andrew Walmack or Jim Richards back then. I heard Kenneth Hagen. I went, to, I went to Rama, and um, I heard him say I was righteous, and I was like, no way, dude. I mean, you don't know me. You don't know my thoughts. You don't know what I've done. You don't know what, you know. But then I had to realize that he who knew no sin, Second Corinthians five, twenty-one became sin for us so that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. I, I couldn't deny it, right? And uh, so here he tells us the reason why many people are sick and many people die prematurely is they haven't seen yet the Lord's body. And so I just want to talk about uh, three dimensions of discerning the Lord's body. To discern discern means to see but also make a judgment about you it's to, it's to see and reflect but also then to make a make a decision or or distinction about so um and and this this will help you uh receive healing but look guys let me let me tell you something part of the revival that God's going to do here and, and and the move of God is is that this is going to be a healing place you under, even more so than it is. Because you guys are healthy. The majority of y'all are healthy. Okay? But guys, we've got to export this. Are you hearing me? Amen. And healing is a dinner bell. Healing is a dinner bell. It will draw people in from the north, south, east, and west. And I've already shared this with, with, with Pastor Clint. What I'm hearing is that you guys are healthy. You've already received the... the message of the gospel but but now we have to export this and part of that is what will attract people and what's going to what's going to break out the walls and going to attract more people is that uh, there needs to be uh, intentional um, specific healing services and it'll be up to the pastor and elders to figure uh, to figure that out but 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 I don't know whether it's monthly quarterly uh however God leads them, but there, but there's, and then, and then not only that, but then you guys got to go out as 
was it Courtney? Is that your name, Courtney? So as Courtney was talking about, we got to be the revival out in, out in Walmart and, and our schools, and, 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 we, and, and we've, got to, we've got to take some risk and, and, and move out. So it's, it's going to be twofold. It's going to be what God wants to do. He's going to use healing and miracles Amen. and the supernatural. Okay, and, and that's, the, it's going to break this place. This place is going to bust wide open. There's going to be uh, people coming from all over the place and healing testimonies. And, and uh, those of you who are watching online, there's going to be a lot more people watching online, sending in testimonies from all over. And then there's going to be times when uh, you dedicate uh, some Sunday mornings where you're just talking, you know, or maybe, maybe every Sunday morning, however the Lord is leading, but testimonies are going to come in. They're just going to be may, uh, normal, but see, God's after something. He's after reaching this generation. And healing is what does it. And guys, if we're, but if we're not awakened to the fact that, that healing's available, not only for us, but for others, then, then we're not going to, or if we're not confident in it, we're confident in a few other people doing it, uh, then we're not doing the ministry of Jesus. Jesus' ministry he taught, he preached, he healed. Yes? And, a, and as he is, so are we. He, as the Father sent Jesus, he's, sent, he's, he's sending us. So there are three um, areas of discerning the Lord's body that I want to talk about. I want to just emphasize one uh, especially. But first of all, is if we're going to see healing in our, in our lives, but also in others, we've got to discern the Lord's physical body that atone for our sins, sicknesses, peace of mind, prosperity on the cross. We've got to see that, okay? And you guys have been taught that well. You, you've got an uh, excellent teacher here as your pastor. And, uh, but Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says, Surely he has borne our griefs. And that word griefs in the, Hebrews, in the Hebrew is sicknesses. And he carried our sorrows. And that word is pains. Say, surely... He, he, he bore my sicknesses. He carried my pains. So what he bore and what he carried, I'm not carrying. Amen? I'm resisting. I'm taking authority over because Jesus took this for me. Okay, the same way he took my sins. All right, whatever provision is included in the atonement that Jesus bore in his body, we have to see this. Okay? How many of you have ever led a bad dude to the Lord? Anybody ever led anybody to the Lord? Let's start there. Okay. How many of you have ever led a bad dude to the Lord? How about a bad dudette? Okay. Did you ever doubt when you were leading that person to Jesus that, that uh, God, that they would receive salvation and receive the new birth? Did you ever doubt that their sins would keep them from that? And did you ever doubt for a moment that they could be saved and their sins would be forgiven and they'd be made right with God? Did you ever doubt it at all? Why? Because you see the Lord's body in the atonement that He took the price of all of our sin on Him, right? You see that and you've judged that. And so you don't even question in your mind about the fact that that bad dude, that guy that maybe he killed somebody, murdered somebody, but that the Lord would, for, would forgive him 
make him righteous, right? Isn't that true? Well, the same, the same principle is true when it comes to healing because that it, he, he, goes on, he goes on to say, with, he said, he was, yet he was wounded for our transgressions, that's individual sins. He was bruised for our iniquities, that's uh, generational sin patterns, uh, strongholds. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, that's mental anguish. You know, don't, don't agree with people that tell you they're bipolar and they got to stay that way. They're bipolar because they have depression on steroids. Depression, the Bible says, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. Don't agree with people that they have to stay there. Have compassion on them, but they don't have to stay bipolar. Yes? That's just a name that people put, you know, put on people so they agree with it. If we're going to help them, we have to see that he, man, Jesus paid the price for our peace, yes? Peace of mind also, that, that word also includes prosperity. And then by his stripes we are healed. And so healing, and that was physical healing. I had, I had a guy challenging me not too long ago when I was preaching this in a church that, that didn't really, uh, that was invited to preach in the church. They, they believed in the sovereignty of God that God, everything that happens is, is God, you know. And I said, well, if everything happened that God was God, then God sends the bank robbers to rob banks and, you know, kill people and stuff. You know, I said, that, not everything that happens is God. And he said, well, okay, I, 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 I can see that, but this is spiritual healing right here. I said, oh, really? Well, I had him turn over to Matthew 8, 16, 8, 16 and 17 and, Jesus healed physically sick people to fulfill these verses right here. So I, I'm just, the, these are things, guys, I'm, I'm assuming most of you already know, but here's, here's the problem when it comes to healing. Some, and, and it, so maybe you, you, maybe you get this, but you have to help other people get it, okay? All right. Because some people, when they come for healing, it's like they're coming to a loan officer asking for an unsecured loan. And they're wishing upon a star. It's not like they're not coming for salvation like they do for salvation when they know the price has already been paid. All I have to do is just reject depending on myself and, and, and say I need a Savior and accept what He did for me, right? Right? Okay, there's no doubt, right? Okay, but when it comes to healing, there's still doubt in some people's minds because they don't make the they haven't discerned the Lord's body that healing is just as sure as forgiveness of sins. And and just one one more example of that is is Luke chapter five, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna move on, but. Uh, but this is where some people, this is where many people are stuck, guys. Okay, and, and uh, okay, you're probably not because you have a good teacher as your pastor. You're probably not stuck. But there are a lot of people out there stuck right here. The reason they're sick, the reason they, they go home to be with Jesus early, the re it's, they haven't discerned the Lord's body. They haven't seen that healing belongs to them 
It's been deposited in their spiritual account. All they have to do is believe, and, and, uh, and, but they don't see it. They're going to God begging for healing like, you know, God poured out mercy drops or something. He already did it in the person of Christ, right? But look at Luke 5, and, um, you know, I'm not going to read the whole passage, but in, in verse 17, it's his story, the four men that they uh, brought the man that was paralyzed and, and led him down through the roof. And in verse 20, Jesus said he saw their faith and he said to them, man, your sins are forgiven you. And then the scribes and the Pharisees, uh, the religious folks said, who, who can forgive sins but God alone? And Jesus perceived their thoughts, said, why are you reasoning in your heart? And here's, this is a powerful statement, verse 23. Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk? Now, they thought it was a lot, in their minds, it was a lot easier to heal than to say, hey, your sins are forgiven. Today, we have no problem saying sins are forgiven. Okay, but, but the correct answer, and then he, then he said, you know, to show I can forgive sins, you know, get up, get up and walk, dude. And he did. And, but now here, but, the, here, but verse 23, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to rise up and walk? The correct answer to that question will determine whether you're accurately discerning the Lord's body. Which one is easier? Which one would you say? Is it easier to forgive sins? How many think it's easier to forgive sins? How many think it's easier to heal? How many of you couldn't give a rip? Okay, I, I'm not. <laughs> let, listen. Neither one, because the same sacrifice paid for both. Do, do you understand that, guys? And, and if, you, if you get that, then just as sure as you leading somebody to Jesus, and you know that you know what you know in your knower, that they're going to receive healing, Okay, with I mean, receive salvation with and, and become righteous with no matter what they've done. Okay, no no excuses. The same thing is true for healing. No matter what they've done, no matter how messed up their mind has been, if they'll come and just believe and see that Jesus has already paid the price, and they don't they don't they're not coming begging God. They're just thanking you. Thank you, Lord, that. Man, you, you took my sins and you took my sicknesses and pains, and I see that. So I come confidently, you know, and, 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 I, and I draw out from the deposit you put in my spiritual account just by faith. I just say, Lord, I'll take that. I receive that. And I'm telling you, healing, guys, healing will start popping like popcorn in people's lives. It'll just start happening in, through your life when, when you help people to see this. There's a lot more I could unpack about this. I, I want to go on to uh, the, next, the next point. But look, if, if, you, if you remain blind to that, or you don't help people see that, because many times we're praying too quickly for people without, you know, now look, I'll pray for anybody, okay, but I want, if I have time, I want to take a little time Find out what they really believe. And most people out there don't see this. And that's why they're sick. That's why they go home to be with Jesus early. And, and, uh, and, and look, I've prayed for people and seen a lot of healing. 
Other people, um, I'll just say this, is, is that sometimes I pray for folks and they go on to be with Jesus. And you say, what about those folks, Greg? Well, have you ever witnessed to somebody and they didn't receive the Lord? So do you stop witnessing to people? No, I don't know. I, I do not know why they didn't receive. Um, sometimes people go through a long struggle. They see heaven. They see Jesus. They look at you and pew. <laughs> but I'm not going to get angry at God and I'm not going to stop preaching the gospel because, because somebody decided they wanted to go and be, be with Jesus and they got tired of the fight. But, but guys, people need to see, they need to see that, that the same price that was paid for their sins was paid uh, for their healing. And if you help them to see that, uh, they won't be going for, to God for healing like they're going to a loan officer for an unsecured loan anymore. Does that, does that help you? Does that make sense? Okay, the, the, the second one, and this is what I want to emphasize today is, is you need to discern and see that you are part of the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now you are the body of Christ and members individually. Say, I'm part of the body of Christ. And his body wasn't sick. I'm part of the body of Christ and his body was not sick. Okay, do you know Jesus walked the earth until he took our sins and sicknesses on him and he, did, he wasn't sick? Did you know that? And did you know why? I mean, Jesus laid hands on sick folks and he, he laid hands on lepers and the leprosy didn't get off on him. The, the life in him got off on the leprosy. Okay, so I want you to see and that's, this is where I want to emphasize this morning. I want you to see that you're part of his body and his body wasn't sick. Yes? And let me give you a little history lesson here. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, God created Adam out of the dust of the earth and then he breathed in him the breath of life. He didn't just come alive. Adam received the very life of God. Yes? He received the life of God. Now, he sinned. He said, in the day you sin, uh, and you don't eat of this tree here, in the day you, if you sin, you're going to die. Okay, did Adam die when he, ate, when he ate that fruit? Well, he didn't die physically, but his spirit man died, okay? Now, that Adam had so much residue of the life of God on the inside of him that it, that it saturated every pore of his being. It took 930 years for that dude to die. <laughs> he had so much life in him, residue from his spirit, it, that it took him 930 years to die. That's some strong life. Yes? And then, and then the Bible says that... Uh, John 1, um, well, let me just read, let me just turn over there and read that. John chapter 1, and we're talking about Jesus now. So Adam had, Adam had that life, and he had enough life in him. He lived 930 years before, 
before he died. In John 1, in the beginning, verse 1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Um, and who's he talking about there? Jesus. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was, in him was what? Life. In him was what? Life. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And so, so Adam received God's life. Jesus said, Jesus had that same life. Yes? Okay. And that life was in him. Romans 8, 2 says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. This is uh, my friend, good friend Barry Bennett, who went through a year-long battle with cancer. This was, the, this was a verse he was standing on. Janice, would talk, Janice called and talked to his wife, and I spent some time with him. You know, um, are any of you familiar with Barry Bennett, a, a teacher? He's a, he's a great teacher, and, um, and he's, you know, he told me, uh, and that's why we need the body of Christ, guys, because there are times when you're just not yourself. You go through a battle, and you need one another, right? Um, when I was going through my battle with uh, double pneumonia and sepsis, I was in and out mentally, and, and the Lord gave me a scripture, uh, Philippians 1.19, said, I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer. So there are some things, I'm not saying you, you can believe for me, but, then, but, I, but I was in faith, but I needed people standing with me. And there's some things that our prayers can do for others. And Barry, Barry was very um, um, independent kind of guy. He doesn't, not a needy, feely kind of touchy kind of guy. Okay, and Roger knows him, and I mean he's not. I mean he's not, uh, you know, prideful or you know doesn't stay. He doesn't try to stay away from folks, but he's just, you know, he's just not one of those folks. He would never call in for a prayer, you know. But I called him during the, his 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 battle with cancer, and I, I and two or three different times, I said, Barry, God just put you on my heart, and and uh, he said, Greg. You know, I, he, was take, he was taking chemo. He said, I'm just not myself. And he said, I can't tell you what this has meant for you to call me today. And he just started crying. And I've never seen Barry cry. But it was just, there are times when we need one another, right? And, and so the, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. Okay, how would you... If this room was dark, how would you get rid of the darkness? Well, let's say it's at night and this room is dark. How would you get rid of the dark? How would you get, well, turn on the light? Okay, would there ever be a time when, when if we kept the light on, that the darkness would, the darkness would, uh, would snuff out the light? No, light snuffs out darkness. Okay, life snuffs out death and, and incipient death, the children of death, which would, be, which would be sickness and disease. Life snuffs out uh, uh, death and sickness like light snuffs out darkness. And darkness, I don't care how much darkness you would try to throw in here, okay? If you got the light on, 
what's going to dominate? The light. the light. Well, life is the same way. Life dominates death. Yes? And, and the children of death, which is sickness and disease and pain and all that. Is that true? Okay. So Jesus had that life in him. And, and that life in him, that's the reason he wasn't sick. Because the life in him, and he knew, he saw what I want you to see. That same life that was in Jesus, I'm going to show you in a minute, is in you and me. And if we'll see that, if we'll discern the Lord's body, that you and I are part of that body, and that same life that was in Jesus that caused him to, whenever he, he would lay hands on leprosy, which was very contagious, and the leprosy didn't get off on him. The life in him got off on the leprosy and drove out the leprosy and snuffed out the leprosy. Yes? Just like light turns out darkness, life stops death. It snuffs out death. Do you see that? Do you see that? If we're going to, if, guys, if we're, if we're going to walk in health, we have to discern and see the Lord's body, but we have to see I am the member of the body of Christ. And that same life that, that was in Jesus is in me. I snuff out. You, you snuff out death. Death doesn't snuff out you. You snuff death out. Look at your neighbor say, I think he's talking to you. That's, that's why, guys, life has dominion over death and, and sickness and pain and all this other junk that, you know, COVID and COVID-14, whatever, <laughs> that's the offspring of death. It's, it's just, it's the same as life has dominion over death and the, all of its offspring, just like light has dominion over darkness. Yes? Okay, that's why Jesus wasn't sick. Yes? And the life that was in Jesus got on sickness and disease and zapped it. Bzz, 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 bzz. <laughs> my, my children, grandchildren, we, we had a, when we lived in Texas, we had bugs in Texas. We didn't, you have bugs here. You don't, we, didn't have, we don't have bugs in Colorado, but in Texas we have bugs, big mosquitoes and everything else. But my... my we had these bug zappers hung up, you know, but then we went to Walmart and bought these, they're like tennis paddles or badminton things. They're battery operated. Have you ever seen those things? And my, my grandkids, they loved it. They run around, bzz, 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 bzz. They're looking for bugs, you know, bzz, 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 bzz. Listen, guys, that's what Jesus did to sickness and disease. And as the Father sent Jesus... He sent you and me. And the life that was in Jesus got on sickness and zapped it dead. And you, uh, did you ever hear, hear the story of John G. Lake that in the, the plague in South Africa? And he, and he, how, come you didn't, how come you didn't get sick? He said, well, I, the, I, the, the Zoe life on the inside of me kills sickness. And he, and he brought some, they brought some foam from somebody who just, you know, had died and put it under a microscope and here's all these, uh, this virus or whatever it was, that, that, you know, and, and he, just, he just put his 
finger on it, touched it, and then it all died. Guys, you and I have that same kind of power. Now, I want to show you something maybe you haven't seen before. I'm going to confirm it so it's not just, so I'm going to confirm it with, you know, more than one verse. But um, something that God's shown me, this is kind of a recent download that I've never really seen or read this way. How many of you know you read the Bible and then sometimes we read it like what we've been taught and we don't read it as it really is? Okay, so John 10.10, I want you to look at that. John 10.10 is a very familiar verse. The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. I've always read that verse for years and years and years that Jesus came to give us an abundant life. And we can find that in so many other verses. I mean, one of them I'm thinking about is Romans, Romans 8, that um, it says, verse 32, he, he who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him freely give us all things? So it's not that he didn't come to give us an abundant life, but that's not what this verse says. This verse says, you read it, it's, is it up here on the screen? Read it with me. Read uh, John 10, 10 again. Go, to, go there. The thief doesn't come but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come, what did Jesus come to do? That they, who is they? Life. You and me might have what? Life. Might have what? Life. What, what life? Yes. The same life that was in Adam that the dude couldn't die for 930 30 years. The same life that was in Jesus that zapped sickness and disease. And he, he said, I've come, here's what I've come to do. To give you that same life and that you have it abundantly. That it, that it's, it saturates every cell of your being. If it did that with Adam, it's going to do it with you. If it did it with Jesus, that, that I, not just in your spirit, but you have my life and you have it abundantly where no sickness can dwell. No cell dying. No death, no pain. He said, I've come that you might have my life and I want you to have it abundantly in you saturated in you. Now, I'm not saying you couldn't say God came to give you an abundant life. That's not what he said here. Abundant life like joy and peace and all those other things and everything you need in life. But bottom line is, he said, I've come, I've come to give you my life and I want it saturating you abundantly. Are you hearing me? Amen. Look at your neighbor on the other side and said, I know he's talking to you now. And look at Romans, Romans 8, 11, just to, just to confirm this. But if the life, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead, you know, Pastor Clint talked about this today. Guys, think about the presence of God and the glory of God on the inside of you. You have, is he in you? Okay, but watch this. What's, what's he in you to do? To give you his life, his very life. Well, look at it. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, who, who is that? Does he dwell in you? Okay. He will also give life 
to your mortal bodies through his spirit. Do you see, you see what he's saying? That life that's in you, it's oozing to every pore of your being. Well, you have that life in you, just like the light that turns out darkness, the life in you, the life in you, it zaps cancer. It, it destroys diabetes. It, 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 it messes up all thyroid problems, all blood disorders, heart disorders, uh, feet problem problems. It's uh, the, uh, someone's dealing with hemorrhoids. God's, that life is zapping that right now. Uh, then there's all kinds of things that are out of order that he, he gave his life to you to set in order. And if we believe that, if we believe he dwells in us, he, he dwells in us to give life to our mortal bodies, not just to our spirit and give us eternal life when we go home. He wants us to live like, live like Jesus. Do you see that? We've got to see this, guys. If you see this, your sick days and your pain days are over. This is powerful. <laughs> this is powerful. His life is in us, and it's in us in abundance. It permeates and saturates every cell of our being. This is His Word. I didn't, I didn't make this up. And, and we go around. You know, we have the power to do the life that's on the inside of us. Bzz, 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 bzz. Zap. Well, that's my message. I can make my own noises. <laughs> It's awesome, man. This is powerful. Meditate on this. Discern this. See yourself as part of the Lord's body. That ha He said, I've given you my life. And I didn't just give you my life. I want you to have it abundantly, just like Adam had it, just like I had it, where sickness couldn't dwell in me. And that doesn't mean we will never have an attack of the enemy or for you to get condemned if you're dealing with anything like this. But I'm telling you, we, if, we'll, if you'll discern this, now you've got power over it. Amen. You've got the life in you. Amen. And life always, just like light always drives out darkness, life always drives out sickness. And it always drives out pain. Yes? Can you see this? Okay. Do you see this? And then... John 6, 6.63 says his words are what? Life. Spirit and they're what? Life. His words are spirit and life. Guys, when you just, when you're speaking the word every time, you, I mean, there's, there's so much in the word we could just, you know, talk about different ways we can transmit uh, the life of God. A sound heart is life to the body. Okay, so, you know, getting your mind renewed, getting... Your emotions under control, all those things will, will help you. Proverbs 4, 20 through 22 says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are what? They're what? Okay, and to those that find them in what? Okay, life and what? Okay, see guys, this is the order. Just like just like it's death produces sickness, life produces health. And we have that life on the inside of us. And we have it abundantly. If you see this, guys, 
your sick days are, are over. Now, one more, one more thing I want to just, and I'm just going to briefly mention this. I have, we, 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 we have landed. I'm about to pull up to the terminal, okay? No, okay. But we need to discern the Lord's spiritual body on earth today, okay? And what does that mean? There are other people that don't know what, what I just shared with you. And Jesus was moved with compassion, and he healed their sick. We need to discern, guys, that there are people out there, they're born again, but they don't see this. They don't know this. They, they, they need you. They need forward church, but they need forward church to be the church out there, just, just like Courtney is doing. Guys, we, 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 can we have compassion for other people out there. Okay, uh, uh, it's Matthew 10, verse, verse 7. It says, freely you have received, freely give. And he's, he's talking about preaching the kingdom and, uh, and, and, go and casting out devils, heal the sick, raise the dead, all, and freely you've received. It, guys, we've got, to, we've got to get this out. Do, can you see that? This is forward church. You guys... This is one of the healthiest life-giving churches that my wife and I, I mean, I, I've pastored for 27 years, so I, I see health, I see life here, but guys, we've got to export this. And, and we have to see, it's, it's Acts 3.6, such as I have, give I you. It's like, I'm going to, we've got to give this away. We've got to give it away. We can't keep it to ourselves. That means, listen, we've got, to, we've got to let the compassion of the Lord rise up on the inside of us. And even to lost folks, see, I, I see a lost person, I see potential for them to be a saved person. And I know if healing is the dinner bell, I know that one, hey, how difficult is it just to go up and ask somebody, hey, could I pray for you? And then, and then, and then watch God do supernatural miracles. Most miracles instantaneous miracles come with lost folks. Really is. Most, with most people in the body of Christ, it's more progressive because God just wants us to believe. All right? And, and, and he's, I'm not saying no miracles can happen, but I mean, it's, it's, it's typically, that's what my uh, experience is. is you just, it, it, but there, can you see a lost person can, do you, can you discern the body of Christ that you want it to be bigger? That you want to reach more people? Amen? Praise God. Can we discern the Lord's body and see that He's already done all this? Can you see that you have His life and you have that life abundantly and you can zap sickness and disease? There, sickness isn't, isn't going to get on you. you, got, you the life in you is going to get on sickness. Bzz, 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 bzz. Amen. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for the power of, your, of, of the gospel that changes our lives. And we thank you for confirming your word with signs following. In Jesus' name. If you've got pain in your body or your sickness in your body right now, and we're going to release that life. Amen. Now, you know, we, we, what he said, lay hands on the sick and we'll recover. What is that? You're just, it's battery cables, man. That's the life in you flowing into that person. Also, 
if they're born again, helping to release the life that's in them. Yes? And so if you've got, if you've got pain in your body or you're, you're dealing with some sickness, we, we want to we get rid of that today, okay? God's going to confirm his word. If that's you, just stand up. If that's you, stand up. Thank you, Jesus. If you want God's healing power, see, it's his word, his words are spirit in their life. And he said, God, if you pay attention to his word, his word is going to produce life and health. It's going to snuff out sickness. It's going to snuff out pain. Yes? Hallelujah. Anyone else? I just sense that there's somebody else that... And, and you're saying, here, here's what you're saying. You're saying, look, I, I know I can receive this on my own. I know. But um, there are times when, there's, there's times when uh, what, uh, the, some of the, a part of the a grace of God that, that he's reserved for us is through the body. Yeah? And so uh, thank you for those of you that, that additional ones that stood up. Okay, put your hand Put your hand on your on your on your heart, and then put uh, and, and and if you can, put uh, your your other hand wherever part any part of your body that needs that life, okay? And just say, Father, I want to thank you for your life, you, and you've given it to me abundantly. I receive it, Father, and I release it right now. So that part of my body that needs healing I release life that, that sickness has got to go pain's got to be turned off sickness is turned off life is turned on in Jesus name we release that life now Father in the name of Jesus now I want those of you who are standing okay I want others in the body to lay hands on them okay can we do that and I want you to, in fact, put your hand up if you're standing. Put your hand up so people can see you, all right? And other, I want other people let's in the body, let's lay hands on them. There's someone here. Praise God. Father, we release the life of Jesus. We release the life of Jesus. Father, we, 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 we turn on the life. We turn on the life. Sickness has got to go. Father, every cell that is out of order comes into order. We say, we turn on the life. We release the life today in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it, Father. Thank you for the supernatural power of God, the gifts of, the, of healings, working of miracles in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Father. Thank you for what you're doing in the body right now. Thank you for what you're doing in your body, Father. Help us to see. Help us to see, Father. We are your body, and that life is in us abundantly. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now, just let's let's each of us now say, just just. In your own words, in your own, Father, help me to see myself as part of your body. Help me to see myself with that life 
flooding my, my body abundantly in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Let's just thank him now, guys. Let's thank him now. Father, thank you. We've turned on the life. Just like we turn on light, it snuffs out darkness. The life in us snuffs out sickness, pain, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Um, cataracts are being removed. There's somebody, somebody's dealing with cataracts or, or precursor to cataracts. Cataracts are being removed right now in Jesus' name. Um, somebody's had problems in your menstrual cycle, and God's setting that in order now. His life is setting that uh, your menstrual cycle in order. You've had terrible problems there and God's bringing healing there. Someone's had some, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a, a growth or lump in your breast or uh, the, the, all, all those growths are being removed right now. Cancer cells are dying. They're being zapped by the life of God. The, 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 um, there's uh, hearing problems. Uh, someone's had ringing in your ears and, and there's, there's uh, the life of God is is removing that uh, is is healing you and removing that ringing in your ears. Praise God! Someone's had uh, pain in your feet, and uh, it's like maybe neuropathy. Uh, I'm sensing someone's had neuropathy in your feet, and God's healing your feet. The devil's defeated. Hallelujah! Thank you, Father. Man, there's all kinds of, of bladder infections and kidney infections. But the life of God is going to the root of that and healing that. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for what you're doing, Lord. Thank you for uh, healing the body. Now, everybody listen to me, and I'm going to turn this back over to Pastor Clint. Um, okay, even if you're... How, how, well, let, let me ask you this. How many of you, uh, you felt something where, where you, feel, you feel better, you know, or less pain or something? You had something happened when, when hands were laid on you. How many of, of you were that? So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Praise God. Eight. There's several of you. Okay, but we're not, you know, we don't go just by feeling. That life was, was operating on the inside of you. Amen? So I just want you to praise God for that. And then here's the other thing I want to tell you to do. Go give that life away. Pray for other people. Forward church, listen to me. I'm hearing God. I heard. Now, if I'm a false prophet, then your pastor will never have me back. So, and this, but I'm just, I, God said he's, he's breaking these walls out. He's got a new room for you. He's got a building for you. But there's something with healing that God's doing here in this body. Okay? And you got to go give it away. And there's going to be a lot of people saved, a lot of people born again. And God will heal them before they get saved. Give, release that life, guys. Even, especially if you're fighting any kind of sickness or anything, go give it away. What would you do if you had a, 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 a problem with finances? You'd be giving, right? Okay, go give healing away and watch and see that life that's in you 
is going to is going to uh, touch you and others. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Praise God.